Hey friends, this is The Trust, this is episode eight, and today we're gonna figure out what's up with this whole business of Lent. Let's get going. You're listening to The Trust, the podcast of the SDDC unit ministry team. I'm your host, Brad Cattleman, and we are glad you have joined us today. I hope this energizes you, edifies you, and may you experience God's blessings. Good day to you, friends. Today, we're going to look at Lent. We're going to answer a few questions. First of all, what is it? Why do some churches celebrate it? What's its history? Why should I care? We are all going to walk together down that path known as church nerds. Okay. So if you grew up Catholic or Episcopalian or Lutheran, you're probably saying right now, thanks, chap, I got it, Lent, totally all over it. No meat on Fridays, ashes on first Wednesday, I am tracking all of it. And that's awesome. If you grew up in a church that celebrates Lent, you know all about this. Listen closely and let me know if you hear something I say is wrong. For some of you, all you know of Lent is that's the time when my Catholic friends give up soda or sugar or sweets for a month. And that's also true for some people. So we're gonna walk down this road together. Now I've got with me here a good friend, Rob, from the Public Affairs Office. He's got a few questions that are gonna guide our discussion today. So Rob, why don't you lead off with the first question? Okay, so first question, what is Lent? Lent is a season of 40 days, except for Sundays. So counting backwards from the Saturday before Easter. So let's do a quick math for 2018. We'll start with Easter Sunday, which this year is April 1st. No, No kidding, it's April Fool's Day this year. So you figure out the Saturday before, which is March 31st, and then you count backwards 40 days minus Sunday. So we got March 31st, and we count backwards 7, 14, 28, and you count back about six weeks, and then with 40 days minus Sundays, you end up with February 14th. So that's Ash Wednesday. Now Ash Wednesday begins Lent, and Holy Saturday, or the Saturday before Easter, ends Lent. The word Lent comes from the Anglo-Saxon word Lincoln, which means spring. It's 40 days because it represents the 40 days that Jesus spent in the wilderness. You can find that story in Luke chapter 4. It takes place right after Jesus is baptized in the Jordan by John the Baptist. And the story reads like this. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days. And when they were over, he was famished. So, 40 days of Lent for 40 days of Jesus' time in the wilderness. Okay, so second question. When was Lent first practiced? Ooh, that's another good question. You know, like many things in church history, it's never 100% clear exactly when something was established. Here's what we know. Irenaeus of Lyons, one of the early church fathers who lived about 130 to 200, spoke of a season of preparation, self-denial, and fasting, which is the same themes of Lent, But the season he spoke about only lasted a couple of days. Then you fast forward about 200 years and we have the Council of Nicaea. It took place in 325 in Nicaea, which is an ancient city in modern day Turkey. And they discussed a 40 day season of fasting for Lent. What's not clear was this 40 days for new Christian converts or for all the church. But it was taken very seriously and eventually it began to mean all the church. How it was observed varied region to region. Fasting, though, was strictly observed. In the Eastern Church, they fasted on the weekdays. In the Western Church, it included the weekends, but Lent was a little bit shorter. 
and only one meal a day was allowed, usually in the evening. It wasn't until the 600s, when Gregory the Great, often credited with establishing the papacy, established the Ash Wednesday service, and he decreed that it would be the 40 days before Easter. So what is Ash Wednesday? So Ash Wednesday was established as a day which Christians were charged with remembering their mortality and their need for repentance. And since Gregory established it, Gregory started the tradition of marking the forehead with a symbol of a cross with ashes, and he invoked the biblical words, You are dust, and to dust you shall return. Which comes from Genesis 3.19. Great. Why don't some churches celebrate it? That's a really good question. Depending on where you go to church, Lent is celebrated in a whole number of ways. Uh, Roman Catholics take it very seriously. No meat on Fridays, fish alone. The Orthodox Church still expects very strict fasting. Many Lutheran churches and Methodist churches, Anglican churches, you'll hear it discussed. There isn't necessarily any piety expected with it or it's not required as it is in some other denominations. Um, If you go to an evangelical church, it's possible you've never hear of Lent spoken from the pulpit. It kind of just depends on where you go and how often it's mentioned. So, what's the deal with my friends who don't drink soda or give up candy or whatever during Lent? Oh, yeah, that's a good question, too. That, that calls back to the fasting history of the season. The idea is you give something up that's maybe not good for you, but has some sort of craving quality to it, whether it's sugar or soda or candy or whatever it is. And when you crave that thing, you're supposed to instead reflect on God and reflect on Jesus' sacrifice. We reflect on the thing that we remember on Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And so when you're really wanting that thing that you've given up, you focus on God's graciousness. Um, I have some friends who take on a practice during Lent. Some pledge to read their Bible every day during lunch or in the morning, or they pick Fridays, they devote an hour on Friday to just prayer. Whatever it is, there's usually something that's supposed to make you a better person and help you remember God's work in your life. I don't know if you've noticed the date, but we're already two weeks into Lent. Yeah, I did notice that. It is February 28th as we're recording this today. and. Probably when folks hear this is going to be the 29th or later, but I think Lent can still be a powerful time for Christians. You know, it's a great opportunity to put back into focus your relationship with God, to really think through what that Last Supper and Good Friday and the crucifixion and what Easter Sunday mean. It's a great opportunity out of our busy and hectic lives and insane schedules to step back for a second and focus. Maybe you fast during one day of Lent or on Fridays, and when you feel those hunger pains, you're reminded how hungry Jesus was in the desert, avoiding the temptations. Maybe you take on a specific prayer practice and you grow closer to God because of your prayer. Maybe you devote to reading the Bible every day. But whatever you do, as long as it helps you grow closer to God, it's probably a good thing. That's what Lent's really all about. It's about growing closer to God. So here's the charge. We are two weeks into Lent. We have about four weeks left. Let's go celebrate the rest of this Lenten season together and may God's grace be ever more present in your life as you go forth into this holy period called Lent. God bless you all. Hey, before we roll into the credits this week, I just want to tell you about a great opportunity we have going on here at the SDC headquarters. We have a Bible study going on every Tuesday at lunch, 1130 to 1230. And the topic is, does God exist? So we're looking at reason and scientific evidence for God's existence. I'd highly encourage you to come, come on over and check it out. This podcast was recorded, researched, and produced by me, Brad Cattleman. Any errors and history mistakes are my own. 
I want to give a big thanks to Rob this week for providing those questions and helping out. I want to give a huge shout out to our voice of the Bible, the inimitable John Orell. His voice is like the joy you feel when your phone says it's going to be sleeting and cold all day, but as the afternoon drags on, the sun breaks through to bring warmth and brightness. We are trusted professionals, but trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is The Trust. God bless you all. Thank you.